I am your host, Shannon Palmer, sponsored by Arise Counseling Center. I am here today to give you what's on my heart. I own a counseling center and I spend time talking to people every day. And um, I'm out there doing counseling, I'm on different platforms. But I know part of my calling is God has caused, called me to reach uh, the lost and those that are in the church as well. Um, so I like to also minister from a biblical perspective. But when I'm in counseling and doing those things, I do pray for people. But a lot of times I am on that platform where I'm working from a curriculum because I'm state accredited and I work through the state. So this is such a great honor that uh, I have asked God to give me a platform because I feel like in my heart, um, you know, we have to reach every type of people. And uh, I'm here to, you know, wherever this may go, but this is from a biblical perspective. Today, I want to talk to you about letting go of relationships. Uh, this is a series that uh, I have been in for the last couple of days, kind of using it to talk to my clients. Uh, I talk to about 16 clients at a time, sometimes one-on-one -on -one counseling, but uh, we were talking about letting go of relationships and ever in the time of a day that we are going through a lot of turmoil, you know, right now I cannot go forward without touching on the COVID-19 um, never knew that we would wake up and um, be in the times that we're in today. You know, it reminds me of the times in the Bibles. You know, uh, we hear people preaching it. It's kind of like uh, uh, when they're out in the, when, when, who was that? John the Baptist out in the wilderness and he was preaching and telling people to uh, get their lives in order to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And this is reminding me of that time. People of God have been ministering and preaching and saying, people, God is getting ready to do some things upon the earth. And, you know, it's going to shock us. We're going to just be there. It's going to happen. People, get your lives in order. God is coming. Get your life together. People have been preaching that for a long time. But to just wake up days ago and for COVID-19 to just start spreading around the land. And you see people are like, we're confused. Like, what just happened? And then sometimes you still have that uh, disbelief that, oh, it's going to pass. This is, you know, this is God. Is just He's just, you know, oh, this. And then you have some people, they're not taking it seriously, you know, because nothing 
And I don't know why, because nothing that I experienced in life have ever happened this way. You know, like I said, I've read about certain things in the Bible where God brought judgment upon the land through the Bible. You remember when the children of Israel, when they were uh, going out of the wilderness before when Pharaoh would not let his people go and he plagued the whole place uh, with a plague and it killed so many people. It killed if you did not have the blood on your door, the death angel came and it, it killed people in your household, your firstborn, I believe. Uh, but these are things that happened in the time past when Noah was, uh, building the, uh, the boat and saying, Hey people, it's going to rain. And in that time per se, they said never rained before. And people were just looking at him and laughing. And then it began to rain and rain and rain and none stopped to all the people were wiped away. But we are living in a time where God is making himself known. Because I would have never woke up and uh, to hearing people, we need to stay in the house. We need to stay in the house. All over the world. Not just in the United States. Stay in the house. Some people are being put in jail. There was a church the other day. A pastor was put in jail because he had service with hundreds of people. And uh, churches are now going on the internet. Business or businesses that can survive and that are still surviving have to trans change to the internet on Zoom. You have schools are being shut down. And just weeks ago, we did not see this coming. It just happened overnight. And it seemed like it was just in China. And then it just began to flood the whole world. Let me tell you something. This is real. And... I listen to men and women of God saying that God would not do anything unless he revealed it to his prophets. And I know where they got that from because, you know, you think about Noah, how he told Noah to build the ark and how in times past he would go to his prophets and talk to them and tell his prophets what he was going to do. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't just call myself a prophet. I'm whatever God want me to be. But I remember before all of this happening, having a dream that someone died right at my doorstep and it was a man that I didn't know and he uh, he looks to be Hispanic and they were kicking him and they ran him over but he was he died right at my doorstep and I remember opening up my door and he was laying right there at my door and this is a dream y'all and I was saying in my heart oh if I just get him I want to get him so bad I wanted to get him so bad but then the car just came as I was contemplating on, should I grab him real fast? And I was like, oh, he's too heavy. And, you know, I'm a woman. He's a man. As I began to think those things, the car just ran him over. The people that killed him had just ran him over. And I was like, oh, my God, it was right at my doorstep. And then days later, the COVID-19 came about, you know. And sometimes we don't know how to tie in dreams. But God was, I believe, now that God was letting me know that death was 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 coming and it was going to be right at my doorstep. It was going to be right at your doorstep. It was going to be right around the corner. It was going to be what we could see. It was going to touch home because I've been getting calls from people, uh, people that I know, family members, friends saying that they're, uh, one lady called me that I grew up with that both her parents 
went in the hospital. They were elderly, already had problems, and went into the hospital and was diagnosed with COVID-19, and they're on life support. You know, and then you turn on the news, and then you see in New York how people or someone had a, a truck, and they were loading bodies in the truck by hundreds, just bodies, bodies, and bodies, and people are having access in the hospital, and they're trying to keep people out of hospitals because I believe that they don't want people to know what's really going on. Because And then they don't want people to catch it as well. And they're being mindful of the space because so many people are diagnosed with this disease. And then people are trying to say, oh, it's like the flu at the beginning. It's like the flu. And so many people uh, have died. No, let me tell you something about the flu. Yeah, people have died with the flu. And we have a cure for the flu. And these it, is, it spreads apart, you know. But this is just people just dying just dying right there people you know and then so many people feeling like they have symptoms i mean even i was talking to a friend the other day and um she was telling me that you know her throat was hurting and she felt uh her her chest was hurting and then you know then i remember i was feeling like i had a headache and it went away and then so many people you know it's something in the land it's something in the land it's a plague in the land and God has allowed it. He didn't cause it, but God have allowed the plague to come everywhere. And God is trying to get our attention to let him to let us know he's still the same God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And because of his grace and mercy and his love and his promise to our ancestors and the saints before us, that he has stilled his hand. But he have watched this land be so corrupt, so corrupt. Everywhere you turn around, it's just so corrupt. And I believe that this plague is just in, it's, it's probably in everybody. I believe that if a lot of people get tested, that they have this plague, this uh, virus, this thing is just going around. It's in the atmosphere. Now, some may not die from it and they may recover before they even know that they have it. But it's just something going around in the air. And then those, some, those that get it, uh, if their body is unable to fight it off, they just ended, they end up, you know, going under or getting real sick. And some even end up passing from this thing. Think it not strange that something like this is happening. And look what's connected to this virus. Look at what they're saying about this virus. You know, being that this virus is 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 going everywhere, along with it, they're saying we have to go in the house. We can't be out. We can't be sociable. We have to be six feet away from each other. You have to be over here, and somebody else have to be over here. You can't go and get your hair done. You can't go and get your nails done. You can't go to the clubs and party. They even talking about in Texas uh, in April to close down all the liquor stores. If you can't tell me that God is not talking. And I know people are saying, well, they're closing down the church. God is even talking to the church. This is God's doing. I can see the hand of God all on this, people. They closing down the liquor stores. You can't go clubbing anymore. All the singers and the celebrities and all the pop shows and, and, and every type of show that you can go to. People were spending their money on the basketball games and on the, uh, you know, you're going into the shows to see your favorite singer. You're going in your, uh, to your favorite festival and you're going to your favorite restaurant. 
But God said, I have pulled down all the idols. I have pulled down all the idols. Do you not know that you can make things an idol and not even know it? Do you not know that you can make money your idol? You can make celebrities your idol. You can make going to the restaurant your idol. Every weekend, you're planning your life. You're going on your, you can't even travel. Come on, y'all. Y'all can't see God in this. I can see God in this. It's, it's getting so bad now to where it used to be where you couldn't even travel outside of the country. But now, any nobody, you can't even travel to uh, New York. Certain areas, they are locking it down and telling you if you come in, you have to be quarantined for about 14 days. They even shutting down where you, if you get off the plane, they have troopers there to escort you in quarantine. If you're trying to escape New York or California and try to go somewhere and say, oh, it's bad here. Let me just get on away from California. I have people over here. They're meeting you. They're setting up places where they don't even want you coming into certain states. You have to stay in certain states. They're making it mandatory that if you if you uh, open up a church, those that are saying, you know, I got faith. I'm going to keep my church going. A man the other day was arrested for that. They shut his church down. They have made a public announcement. This was in New York today, March the 30th, 2020. I saw on social media where a pastor of uh, the government there was saying that a pastor was was arrested because he had church and he did not obey the quarantine laws and they said this is what the government said he said i'm going to warn you not to gather in churches and if you gather in churches we're going to warn you one time if you don't comply, we will take legal action and possibly shut you down for good. And people are saying, oh, that's cruel. Oh, that's the devil. But let me tell you something. God got his hands in it. Because God wants even the church to repent. He wants even the people to repent. He wants everybody at home in a safe haven, closed down. Not clubbing, not partying, not going to the liquor store. Not gathering together, not going to your concert, not going to your festivals. He want you home with your family. And I don't know about you, but God has been tugging on me to pray every day. I set my alarm clock at 12 o'clock at night. And somewhere between 12 and the middle of the night, I'm praying. And me and my family, we are home. We only go out to get food. Or if we got to run and get something, we're coming right back. But we mostly only go out to get food when we run out of food. But I don't feel, you know, we, me and my husband, we got a lot of things going on. But I just feel like I told him, I said, we need to pray before we do anything. We need to pray. We need to see God's face. We really do. Because this is a time where God is not really uh, about, our, about our agenda. You know what I'm saying? What we want on our agenda. It's been our agenda for a long time. But now it's God's agenda. And if those that don't get it, God is going to deal with you. Because he wants us to turn to him. We on these phones and we on social media all day. Even right, some God has saved so many people's lives. Because do you not know how many people will be killed right now just driving down the street?
uh, looking at their cell phones. Guys, he just said enough is enough. And I know I do it. I have businesses in three areas, businesses. And, you know, my phone is ringing and I'm trying to drive, you know, and I just feel like God is he just shutting down a lot of things. Because he's not only protecting the people, he's causing us. Because let me tell you something. When a when a world begins to just rebel against God and he can't find nobody righteous in the city, what have God done in the time past? He destroyed the city. So this might be grace from God. This might be grace so that we can turn from God. Because God can destroy a city. If he can't find people repenting, if he can't find people on their knees and crying out to him, if he can't find righteous people and even God's elect have turned from him. And I can even raise my hand, just get so busy. You you say you love the Lord, but you don't even have time for the person that you love. You're not even in relationship with the person that you love. The very person that give you breath, the very person that wake you up every morning, you don't even have time for God. It's all about us and our children. It's all about our household. We don't even have time to talk to our family and our neighbors about God. People are dying every day without salvation. People are dying overdose out of their mind. Going to a place, a place of no return, a place of darkness. And we are watching young people every day die. And not even minister to them. Some of these messages that they preach every day are motivational. You can't even tell the motivational message from the true deliverance messages. And I'm, not, I'm a firm believer it has its place. Because I am a motivational speaker. And I have to go out and I have to talk to certain people about businesses and all of those things. And how I got started. But it's times where I have to take my clients in and I have to tell them what thus said the Lord. I have to minister to them. And I have to know the difference. I can't just keep going on with my own agenda. Because you don't never know the very person that come in your presence could die the next day and go to an eternal place of darkness. I'm just going to be real about it. How many people have came in our lives and we say we have God and we did not minister them, minister to them salvation. We didn't even care that they was depressed. We didn't even care that they were suicidal. We was too busy in our own agenda. And these are people that walk supposedly have the light. Just the other day during quarantine and COVID-19, I got a call from a young man. Out the blue. And I thank God that I was in a consecrated mode. Because I know I can get so busy and just get off the phone and say, oh, you got the wrong number. But because God is doing something so different in the earth and he's humbling his people, it caused me to be in humility. So when I got that call, I wasn't busy. My ear was in tune to God to hear what God was telling me to say to this young man. This young man called me on the phone and he said, ma'am, I don't know who you are. First of all, it's eight o'clock at night and I'm getting ready to leave the office. It's eight o'clock at night. And I would have been like, you got, you have to call back tomorrow. You know, the counseling service is not open right now. We're closed. But because I was humbled and all this stuff that's going on, I was able to give an ear to the Lord with humility with each phone call. And he said, ma'am. 
He just began to cry. I need to come see you today. I feel like I'm going to die. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do. He just begin to go on and on and on and on. And instead of going into my old little protocol, the way I was taught, you know, I still did some things about, you know, if you want to hurt yourself, you know, let me call them all those things. But at the end of the day, I am a minister before everything. I am a child of God. I am a praying woman. And I know that when I pray, God hears my prayers. And so he began to tell me how uh, the reason why he was so sad was because he was a drug dealer and the drugs that he sold to people, he felt like he killed a lot of people. And oh, he sounded like he was high and drunk and everything else. And I immediately, I said, sir, uh, first of all, I'm not where you are. I'm not in Dallas because I was in Houston. I said, so you can't come see me. I said, but what I'm going to do, if it's okay that I can minister to you and I can pray for you, I'm going to pray for you. And he began to tell me how he was raised in a foster home and he nobody loved him and he just didn't know his way. And I mean, he just was going on and on and he began to cry. And immediately as we begin to join in prayer, God gave me the words to give him. And I began to pray for him, pray for his mind, pray for peace upon him. And immediately he began to raise up. He said, let me stand up. And he began to, he said, I'm raising my hand. It's like I'm in church. And you can feel the spirit of the Lord came down on both of us. And I began to raise my head back and just let the spirit of the Lord just move through the phone and pray for him. And when we got off the phone, he was in peace. He didn't want to give me none of his information. He didn't want to disclose his name. He said his name was Jay or something like that. And, you know, nothing I could do. but. He called me the next day and he said, ma'am, are you the lady? Because normally it was Sunday because this was Saturday. Normally I don't pick up for something. I say, let me pick up the phone. You know, let me be in tune with God. He said, ma'am, are you the woman that prayed for me yesterday? And I didn't even know who he was because he sounded clothed in his right mind. Same. He sounded, uh, I didn't know him from yesterday. From the, the, the yesterday, he sounded drunk and out of his mind like he was high. And he just was so in his mind. And I said, are this the same person? Jay, is this you? You sound so, your mind, you sound so clear. And I don't actually, you know, and he was like, ma'am, I thank you. I, I feel so much better. You know, I feel like I can, I can go on. And then the next day he called me again. And I, I told him, I, I talked to him again and ministered to him again. And I haven't heard from him anymore. But you know what? I thank God that I didn't rush him off the phone. I didn't get into my little business. Because see, we're running the church like a business. And when God give you a hospital, if he give you a practice, if he give you a counseling business, if he give you a music ministry, it's God's ministry. And God want us to move out the way so that he can be in control of our ministries. Even pastors and churches, we can begin to run God's ministry like a business. Come on, Pharisees and Sadducees. That's, they didn't even know the power and move of God. They didn't even know when Jesus came up on the scene. They couldn't even recognize the Savior. They crucified the Savior. And that's what we're doing today. We're not in tune with God. So I know this is the COVID-19 and people have lost their lives. And I pray for those people that have lost their lives. What I'm saying is God is moving in this. And he's causing his people to come back to their first love. 
He's causing people to slow down. He's causing people to get with their families and love on your families. Know your daughters and sons. Have dinner together. Y'all join hands and pray. Cut out all this bickering. And I, I know another thing, Sister Quarantine, domestic violence issues have skyrocketed in the door because that's what I do. They say so many calls to homes for domestic violence because people are in the house trapped together or they feel like they're trapped, don't know what to do. I know what you should do. You should pray. You should come together. You should love each other. You should seek God for your next plan. God is going to lift this thing after a while. But this was a this was a grace of God. This was a grace. This is God causing people to fall down on their knees to get out of their agenda so he don't have to judge a land. I'm telling you. Just uh, a couple of years ago, not three years ago, here in Houston, Texas, God caused it to rain, 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 rain. We had to go out by boat. He destroyed so many homes. Y'all know what happened in Louisiana, New Orleans years ago. Hurricane in Tennessee not too long ago. Bahamas wiped out. I'm telling you, God is speaking to us. Even through tragic situations, he's causing us to come back, get on our knees, pray for the land. And we've been away from God so long that it feels like it's a, uh, it's a hard thing trying to get back to God in prayer. It's a struggle, but we have to do it. Some of us haven't read. Our, we don't read our word no more. We don't witness to our neighbors. We don't even impartate God in our children. We let Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and all these things be our children's uh, Bible. That's what they want to do. We don't even take the time. Stop letting just the church impartate in your children when they go to church. You need to impartate in your children the word of God. You need to talk to your sons and daughters about domestic violence and about all these things. Not just the Bible, but just domestic violence and every issue that they go through. Bullying, how to handle uh, things when you're being rejected. I can go on and on and on and on. But I'm, I'm right now, I'm speaking from a biblical perspective. I'm talking to, um, I'm speaking from the word of God, what God has given me. I couldn't even get into a scripture. You know, we like to read scriptures, but I'm going to just, uh, I guess I can give you one scripture before we go here, because we're going to get one scripture. It says here, uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. And in all thy ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy path. Even in this COVID-19, God will direct your path. I pray that God direct your path and everybody that's listening to this broadcast right now. And if you happen to some kind of way, because this is a new podcast, get on this podcast and hear that God begin to touch you. That even throughout the confusion, even today, March 30th, 2020, where there's a lot of confusion going on, that God begin to touch you. Even through this COVID-19, even those that have lost loved ones, even those that have lost neighbors and friends and lost jobs and don't know what they're going to do and can't pay their bills and going to have a lot of debt and all of these things. And we and it just one day we woke up, our world was turned upside down that you draw nigh to God as he draw nigh to you 
that you begin to get your family and y'all come together in prayer, that you guys begin to anoint your house, that the death angel may pass over your doorstep. And God, I thank you for giving me this word. And I pray that everyone that's listening, God, that you begin to bring them closer to you, that you begin to give them directions, even while we're going through this COVID-19, God. And we pray that in your due time, when you lift this, that people's lives will be different, that they will never be the same, that they will, it will be about your gender and not our genders. Uh, from policemen, from doctors, from hospitals, from those that own counseling business, those that own churches, that they will begin to let you be the forefront of their business. Restaurants, God, that they put you first, God, that they bring prayer back in school, God, and that they begin to worship you, God, in the colleges, God, and that this episode will draw men unto you like never before, that there may be a great revival that break out even greater than never before, that people may cry and say, what must I do to be saved that people may get closer to you God and we thank you God that our neighbors may be saved and our families may be saved and we give you glory God and we thank you in Jesus name we pray this prayer amen and amen